0: Oh, yeah, even though Does it's supposed it? to be like, you know, right, I, I pay to have a license to use this music, but they keep telling me that we're not supposed to. But by gum, I'm using it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because I am defiant. So I say, take that, YouTube. How about that? it's our music now man you know like we've been using that for years Mm -hmm. i'm not not gonna stop using it they ding us for it but it doesn't mean we're gonna get like in trouble for it they said it's just like it's a copyright thing but anyway anyway what's going on everybody this is Geeking Squad podcast. We are very happy to be here. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. This uh, little sneaky one over here, she's just giving <laughs> me some kind of, she's giving me this look like she's got something up her sleeve. I don't know. I don't want to know what it is because.
1: I ain't telling you anyway. I was
0: going to say, it usually means I'm going to get punched. I was going to
1: say, you'll know
0: when you need to know. I was going to say, I'll get punched or poked or bit or tripped or something like that. It's <laughs> it's usually something like that. So anyway, it is my co-host.
1: Megan Guess.
0: And, uh, yeah, we're here to do our,
1: ah, yeah. see, I knew that was
0: coming. You can't see at home, but I just got beat up. She's quick, man. It's Nobody
1: like, you're, you're your delusional.
0: Oh, now you're telling me, oh, wow. You're trying to convince people that I'm a liar. Wow. <laughs> I just got like rabbit punched over here, man. It's you hanging out with them rabbits all them years. I'm telling you. (laughs) We are here to talk about uh, pop culture news stuff. That's what we do here on the Geeking Squad podcast. Uh, We have a group on Facebook called the Geeking Squad where us and a bunch of other people like to get together and post about, I don't know, geeky news stuff. We talk about... What's going on lately in comics and toys and TV and movies and books and all, all sorts of stuff, even some real life geeky sci fi mm-hmm. stuff. You know, we talk about science stuff and asteroids and tornadoes <laughs> and cows and, and another and cow. More cows. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's the same cow.
0: It's the same cow. Yeah. We talk about all that kind of stuff on here. And usually it's stuff that you all have contributed into the group. So we. We cherry pick like the best stuff, mm-hmm. the cream of the crop that rises to the top. But before we get into all of that, I like to ask Meg, how are you doing?
1: i um, doing fine.
0: <laughs> You're like
1: anybody believe that no.
0: it's it's been. Oh, man, it's been a tough. Tough several weeks. I'll tell you, even just since we recorded the last uh, squad a few weeks back, it's been tough. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Before we (laughs) even get into it, I just want to bring up something a very heartfelt shout out to. Uh, Our friends, David and Craig and uh, Sherry, unfortunately, Sherry was a a pretty active part of our group, you know, Mm -hmm. along with them. I've known all of them. Well, I remember when David was born. That's how (laughs) old I am. (laughs) He's a full grown man with a family of his own now. But uh, Craig and I go way back, as does Sherry, and they're all actively part of the Geeking Squad group. They Mm -hmm. post in there and comment in there. Yeah, we always I mean, when we did the last episode, I brought up things that Sherry had uh, voted on when we were doing our our, uh, choose memes and all that stuff. Well, unfortunately, our dear friend Sherry uh is no longer with us it's it's really sad it was kind of sudden in a lot of ways and we just want to say because we always bring up you know we're always talking on here about like oh this famous actor this famous uh musician or author died or whatever i'd be remiss not to bring up sherry because she was she was truly one of the good ones and uh she's going to be very missed by certainly by everybody that that knew her and uh by all of us in that yeah she's one of us in
1: the squad yeah so. she was
0: one of us in the squad and you know she will be fondly remembered mm-hmm. and everything so we just wanted to send that out and uh we love all you guys so come into the squad you need cheering up anybody that's dealing with this kind of stuff that's what we're here for you yep, know like exactly. we'll we'll cheer you up because lord knows the two of us here were a couple of stupids and- <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something stupid to make you laugh Even when you don't want to And speaking of laughing and stupid I guess that'll take us into our first segment It's our catch-all segment Where we talk about all the newest uh, news stuff That's been shared mm-hmm. And it's something that we affectionately like to call What's shaking, Bacon <laughs> What's oh, Shake and Bacon? It. Yeah, Meg loves it. Every I can time, never, every time. We're never going to be able to abandon nope. that, that segment because Meg will just be so bummed out. <laughs> so what's Shake and Bacon? Yeah, we're going to talk about like a bunch of stuff that's going on in right now. I'm going to focus on comic news, actually, in particular. Okay. There's some cool comic book stuff that came out just recently. They've talked about now. Do you know what a facsimile edition is when we're talking about comic books?
1: I'm guessing it's a copy of it. A- Edition?
0: Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a reprint. Like usually okay. it's like a f- they they do different kinds of reprints. I mean, both Marvel and DC, well, all the comic companies actually do reprints over time. Sometimes they'll do collected editions. Like Marvel famously has what they call the Masterworks series where they'll combine a whole bunch of issues into like, especially if there's a certain story arc. You know, like say if they have uh, the Infinity War story arc or something, they'll put it all into a collected edition. Well, Effects Simile Edition is even more specific that's when they almost not not entirely you can tell the difference between the original and the facsimile mm-hmm. but they make a really close replica we'll say of old comic books and they've done this before to varying degrees of success but Marvel's announced that they had already previously announced that they were going to do facsimile editions of 1984's Secret Wars number one which was the obviously the first issue of the Secret Wars the first big Marvel crossover event okay. that ever happened that we're going to probably see in the MCU very soon a reworking <laughs> of, of the Secret Wars because supposedly with Loki and all that stuff that's where it's building to Okay. is to secret wars so it's very timely see what i did there? Uh-huh. very timely of them to do uh reprints
1: picture timely
0: yeah exactly <laughs> to do reprints of secret wars so they're going to do number one and then they're also going to do 1984's uh amazing spider-man number 252 now issue 252 was the debut of spider-man for the first time in the all-black costume which mm-hmm. later on spoiler alert that was what turned into Venom. We come to find out that it's not a costume, it's actually a living symbiote. And if any of you saw Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, you know that that's where that came from and all Mm. that kind of stuff. That was a big event. I lived through that. I bought Amazing Spider-Man 252 off the shelf at uh, 7-Eleven, I think it was, when that first came out. Mm -hmm. So that was a big deal. Same with Secret Wars. So it's really cool that they're going to come out with these facsimiles. But they also announced, that's just the start. They are going to redo, they're going to do facsimile editions for the entire 12-part miniseries that was Secret Wars so every month we're going to get issue one issue two issue three all the way up through issue 12 which is super cool because another key issue was Secret Wars number eight which in that story was when we get the story of how Spider-Man got the black costume and all that stuff like if you have original copies of Spider-Man 252 and Secret Wars number eight which I sadly do not that's a whole other story <laughs> I don't have mine anymore. I sold them. I sold them like an idiot. 20... Stop
1: selling things. I
0: know. 20 years ago. was when I, back when I owned a comic book and collectible store. I sold those and I thought I got great money for them because I think I got 30 bucks for my Spider-Man number 252. And now if I tried to buy a decent copy of it, it'd be like 300 bucks, <laughs> if not more, if I want it graded. But anyway, they're going to redo that. And they're also going to do that with the concurrent Amazing Spider-Man issues that came out. So they're going to do 252. 253 so on so all the ones that ran through 1984 they're going to do all 12 of those issues and I'm I'm game I'm on board even though I do have a lot of the secret wars stuff like I've got issue number one of secret wars so mm-hmm. I do got that one at least but still it's just I, I think that's pretty cool
1: it's kind of like the vinyl that you buy up and they yeah. have all these different little bits of it. It's the same thing, <laughs> but you keep buying all the other ones too. My records,
0: yeah. When yeah. I, You're talking about when I buy like a picture disc version or a colored vinyl version. Yeah. I was
1: like, oh, now it's in green. Now it's yeah. in red. Now hey, I need that one too. I and, don't
0: even want to hear it because who just bought the green exclusive vinyl of Beetlejuice?
1: Because I don't have any other one.
0: Yeah. But you could have just listened to it on... And it goes on, in the dark. Ah, uh, see? Uh, <laughs> see? You're just as game for these things as I am. So don't... They're cool. I'm sorry. All these things, these re- repressings and facsimiles and all that stuff. I think they're super cool. Just like when we talk about the toys. Like when we talk about the Star Wars retro collection and stuff.
1: Right. It's all the same thing.
0: It's it's As long as there is it some kind of identifying factors so that people can't use it to rip off other people thinking, right. thinking that they're paying a premium for an original. original. Yeah, as long as they they identify it correctly, I'm all for it, you know, because that's fun, man. Mm -hmm. And 1984 was like my peak year in comic (laughs) books, man. Oh, I was all in that year. So, yeah, this is pretty exciting for me. On a similar note, it turns out that DC Comics is also going to release an alternate version of something they did. Now, this is a little bit different. This isn't just a straight up remake what the like a reprint they're going to do a alternate universe version of Batman number 428
1: so kind of like a what if
0: it's kind of like a what if so I'll give you a little bit of the story because I'm sure you do even know what Batman number uh, 428 is
1: nope I don't
0: okay so infamously back in 19 uh what would that have been 1989 I guess it was in Batman number 428 the Robin that we had at the time it was no longer Dick Grayson at that point it was young Jason Todd and he was killed off they killed Robin
1: they killed Robin
0: they killed Robin they now it was do that. it was one of the Robins it wasn't the Dick Grayson Robin it wasn't the Robin that most people know and and grew up with this was after Dick Grayson had moved on and become Nightwing Because he grew up, you know, now he was an adult. Mm -hmm. So the young, the new young Robin was this character, Jason Todd. Now Jason Todd had, uh, he was contentious with a lot of fans. Like some people thought he was cool. Some people thought he was annoying and he wasn't the right, he wasn't the real, you know, Robin and stuff. He Mm -hmm. was, there was a little bit of division about that. They ended up deciding that they were going to leave the fate of the character in the hands of the public so dc in the previous issue or whatever it was they i forget exactly how they did it but they ended up putting out there that you could vote and readers were able to call one of two 1900 numbers you remember those days mm mm-hmm to decide whether they wanted Jason Todd to live or die. Oh, and right. Isn't that crazy? A little grim? It was kind of grim. Yeah. <laughs> and people were divided on this, you know, especially in the years afterwards. People were like, I don't know if this was the right way to go with it. But to- in a total, there was over 10,000 votes cast and it was super close. Mm. It came down to a slim margin of 72 votes. Wow. Just seventy-two votes decided whether this character lived or died. They un- unfortunately they said that I guess the editor, uh, who is the de- uh, Dennis O'Neill, was at editing uh, DC at the time, and I guess Dennis said that he even felt like eh, this might have been a little shady. Like he felt like there was some voting fraud that went oh, on. Oh yeah, with this.
1: yeah. <laughs> they they melamine him in or something.
0: Yeah, well, that yeah, that they there might have been somebody that was cheating the system <laughs> and and was you know re-voting you know even mm-hmm. though they weren't supposed to be able to do that, but. They, they they didn't have time to be able to figure that out and ultimately it was just a comic book character so whatever but ultimately they voted in favor of killing off Robin so in issue 428 uh, it was the Joker the Joker ends up killing him and what they did was in order to do that they had to make two different versions of the comic because they didn't know which way it was going to go mm-hmm. and they had to be prepared because comics take a while But right. now everything's done in computers and stuff they can crank them out a little bit faster It still takes a lot of work, Mm -hmm. but back then when everything was done by hand, it was like, all right, well, we have to be prepared for whatever the outcome was. So they prepared two different versions of the comic, one where he lived and one where he died, and they never released the one where he lived. That just got scrapped because Mm -hmm. he died. So what they're going to do now, apparently... Is they're going to do release the alternate version? We're finally going to get to see the what if version <laughs> that never got released, and it comes out in December. Actually, on December twelfth, oh,
1: okay. be good Christmas presents.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Because especially because I know some of the people in the squad specifically, if they're listening, I know people like Javier and them. Big Batman fans. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine that any of us that are big Batman fans are going to be interested. I mean, it's just curiosity. It's not changing anything. I mean, Jason Todd was still it happened. Right. You know, we're not changing anything, but it's just cool to read this sort of like, yeah, what if like Marvel had the what if things. So they're going to do that. And yeah, I thought that was I
1: thought that was pretty cool. That is interesting.
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting personally.
1: Batman looked pretty happy in that picture with dead Robin in his hands.
0: Well, that was that picture was actually that I think is from the other version. Like that's that was like a little preview of where he's got he's not actually dead. Oh. He's just blown to shit. <laughs> he's like, he had a he's rough like day. Yeah, he's like, Oh, he's all blown to shit, but he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think he gets out of it from what I've read and what I've seen. I don't think it's like Robin got out of it unscathed. Okay. He just doesn't perish. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, speaking of perishing, it's interesting that today, which when we're recording, I know you guys aren't going to hear this till much later, but today is October 17th, 2023. And today is the day in the MCU that Tony Stark dies. This mm-hmm. is when the big battle happens. Today's the day when the big Endgame battle happens. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it is crazy. It feels like when we watched that movie, Even though that was, what, 2019, I guess it was? Early 2019? Yeah, four years ago? Mm -hmm. Almost five. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't feel like it was really that long ago. But I know when we watched it, I remember thinking like, oh, wow, 2023. They set this pretty far in the future because they had to do the whole five-year gap with the the blip Uh and all that stuff and the snap and all that. All the blip snap and all that. <laughs> it's interesting to think that like right now, if we were living in the MCU universe, that all of them, Thanos and all the aliens and all of them would be here right now fighting with the Avengers and all the Marvel heroes. <laughs> and Tony Stark would be snapping his fingers with that with that gauntlet on, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, I just thought that was interesting when I read that. It was like, oh, you know, today is the day that Tony Stark died. And I was like, oh, my God
1: gosh that's crazy <laughs> that is crazy the future is here it's, we're living it
0: <laughs> oh i know you had some interesting news to talk about
1: uh yeah every uh year mcdonald's brings back those boo buckets yeah like from our childhood yeah or they, my childhood at least
0: they just brought them back again they huh? did yeah
1: because well those
0: were gone for a while they were but, but they, the, recently tests, they yeah. started bringing them back again yeah
1: what do they call those things Boo buckets,
0: boo buckets, boo
1: buckets. They're so <laughs> cute. Now I need to go get Happy Meals just so I can get a boo bucket. Oh yeah. I think maybe can you just ask like I want to buy a boo bucket like you do the toys.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how that works. So, that would be cool if you could do that, but I mean, it kind of it kind of defeats the purpose because they want to try to sell their food, you know.
1: So. Well, I mean, you still buy the food and you just buy the bucket. Yeah, well, I mean. Because I could get like my quarter pounder with cheese and right. meal, and it's like, give me a boo bucket. Put it in a boo bucket. I want to buy the boo bucket. And then they get win, win, win.
0: Yeah, I, you probably can do that, just like with any food you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it says starting today, October 17th, fans can get in the Halloween spirit at participating McDonald's restaurants nationwide with four new Halloween Happy Meal designs, including the monster, the skeleton, the mummy, and the vampire. I, I want all of them. I want that mummy. Look at them, they look cool.
1: Yeah. The mummy's yeah. eyes crack me up. <laughs> yeah, I really like those.
0: I I like the vampire one. Yeah. I like the purple one. Yeah, I like that face. I think that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, they first introduced those things back in 1986, it says. And then they brought them back again in 2022. Oh, I thought they came back even...
1: Oh, I, yeah, I thought they did last year, the year before. Yeah, I thought I know they did.
0: The year before? Yeah, no, they only just came back last year. Interesting, okay. Yeah, that's weird. It feels like
1: a lot longer. I agree with you. A couple years. I
0: thought it had been a couple years now that they brought those back, but maybe not. Or maybe it was just a regional thing. But anyway, yeah. So for all you that are, because
1: we were looking, because you guys were trying to get them.
0: Well, we were trying to get the old ones at one point.
1: Right, we, and you did, but yeah. I remember going to talk or Taco Bell. I remember <laughs> going to McDonald's and asking which Boo Bucket they had at the time, It's like, oh nope, that's not the one we're looking for.
0: I love that you automatically default to Taco, <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> it's like if we're talking about fast food, it's like Taco, it's Taco Bell. Bell. That's always Taco Bell with <laughs> it's you.
1: Always on my mind.
0: It's like, hey, do you want to go to? You want to go to Burger King? Yes, <laughs> yeah, I would so I'll love to go to Taco to go Bell. To Taco Bell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, speaking of Burger King, yeah, they have decided they want to do their own boo bucket. Oh wow! So they're coming out with a bucket as well.
0: Is it just one bucket? Though? It
1: sounds. It sounds like it's one bucket. It's the uh, like ghost pepper buckets. Oh yeah. Um, okay,
0: I'm looking at it now. The Burger King unveiled its trick or heat bucket.
1: <laughs> trick oh, or so treat. It's, that's
0: cute. Yeah. So it's <laughs> okay. So it has to do with the the goat, that ghost pepper thing. So are they bringing back that too?
1: Did they ever have a bucket?
0: Well, no. I mean, they, they are they bringing back that burger? Because isn't that burger with the ghost pepper? Didn't, didn't they have that before?
1: I don't know. Maybe.
0: I wonder. Okay. So, hang on. This is what it says. Beginning on October 13th. Oh, okay. So, this happened. Oh, so these came out on Friday the 13th. Oh. Select Burger King restaurants in a few metropolitan areas. Oh, so this is even more limited, huh? This isn't going to be out everywhere. God damn it. I hate when oh, they Oh, it glows that. in the dark. Oh, wow. It glows in the dark. Limited edition glow in the dark trick or heat buckets inspired by Burger King's ghost pepper menu editions, which will be available a day prior. So what did they yeah, well see here's the problem I can't eat none of that ghost pepper mm. stuff man
1: no but maybe you can ask for the bucket go get something else and ask for the bucket maybe and look at this crown they got too
0: oh that's pretty a cool. matching
1: crown mm.
0: oh that's cool it's got little ghost pepper ghosties on there and mm-hmm. stuff but yeah I can't eat any of this stuff you feel free to eat it I I can't eat it. So it says Burger King said in a press release that the ghost pepper chicken fries are available in four, eight and 12 piece options with the customer's choice of dipping sauce. For the first time, the signature heat of the ghost pepper comes to the brand's iconic chicken fries, which have been seen in various innovations over the years. See, I thought they had. Yeah. okay, I was right. Okay, that that ghost pepper thing is not new, but it was just in the Whopper.
1: Mm -hmm. So it's,
0: it's new that it's been in the in the chicken fries. All right. So that's I get what they're doing now. It's only going to be available from October 13th to the 31st. Ah, I see what they did there. 1331. Yeah, clever. And oh, and it costs $13. Okay. And it comes with, uh, let's see. Oh, wow. It comes with a ghost pepper whopper, a four piece ghost pepper chicken fry, small French fry, small fountain beverage, and a Hershey's Sunday pie for 13 bucks. That's a lot of
1: food. That's a lot of food. I want that pie.
0: Yeah, that sounds interesting. All right. Oh, customers who prefer a milder experience can swap out non-spicy versions of the Whopper or fries at will. There you go. Awesome. You can get your, your spicy bucket. Right. Well, here's the problem, though. As I'm reading this, it looks like it's only available... Oh, no. Okay. Customers in the following cities can take home the bucket with any purchase for $1. Nashville, Tennessee, Las Vegas, Nevada, Charlotte, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia. Man, that's real limited. Why would they only do it in four cities? Yeah. That seems stupid to me. I think it's stupid. I mean, I understand if they, I understand when you say, well, okay, we're only going to offer it in major metropolitan areas. So like all the, it's got to be like a major city. So it can't be like, you know, podunk, you know, places or something like that. I mean, it sucks for them. I, you know, I feel bad for them, but I get it, especially if it's something new, but why wouldn't you offer it in like New York, Chicago, Miami, LA, LA, you know, things like that, Minnesota, or Minnesota, uh, Dallas or (laughs) Minneapolis or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the names of cities I can't I'm I'm just I can't I'm as bad do they have Taco Bells there because then you'll know them all right right (laughs) but anyway yeah that seems really weird to limit it so much I kind of don't even know what the point is I wonder if I'll be able to find it online the people are going to be asking like 40 bucks for it on eBay and it's going to make me really mad yep Ugh. That would suck. Yeah, that would suck. All right. Well, last but not least, uh, I just wanted to bring up real quick that our old pal, and I know he listens to us occasionally, he's a busy man, so I appreciate any time he checks us out, but our friend over there from Plaid Stallions and uh, Migu Museum and the many different ventures he's got, Brian Heiler, announced that issue 11 of one of my favorite things around, which is Toy Ventures Magazine. Issue 11 is going to be coming out very soon. It's on the presses and it's shipping pretty soon. And I'm sure I'm going to do a video about it. We are long, long overdue in my toyetic of doing a Toyetic. I've got a stack of boxes do you really a stack of boxes that i've been saving for weeks and weeks and weeks i got stuff from papa loco i'm sure he's like what what did you what are you doing you didn't say anything about these toys that you got
1: no i'm saving
0: it all all right it's, it's all coming up yeah and there, there's some cool stuff stuff you're going to be interested in oh yeah i think it's going to be a good Am episode I gonna steal stuff <laughs> you might steal stuff yeah you very well might okay but yeah it's, uh a toyetic episode is long overdue so hopefully when i go to do that uh with any luck maybe issue 11 will be in my mailbox and i can uh i can kill two birds with one stone and we'll right. open some boxes and open up issue 11 of that cuz anybody that's interested in that if you're listening you're like oh i don't know what this magazine is go back search through our videos and you'll see that i've done reviews of not every issue but most of the issues and mm-hmm. uh yeah it's a great magazine if you're a just a retro toy enthusiast or you just curious about that stuff it man it's pretty cool yeah i mean meg's not really a retro toy collector but even she finds it interesting and she's like oh this is really cool so,
1: yeah yeah the way it's laid out and the yeah it's really neat
0: yeah it's done really well so yeah we can't recommend that it's good enough.
1: quality yeah very good quality really
0: good quality yeah and there's just not a lot of this out there anymore Mm-mm. so you know really happy that we have it so yeah anyway check that out and um You know what? With that, I think it's time to let our sponsors have a word here because we are part of the Prescribed Films Podcast Network Mm -hmm. and uh, we think you should check it out. So give this a listen.
1: You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. you wow.
0: All right, we are back with a little bit of that smooth old squad talk. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, yeah, no, I won't
1: do no, that. Let's get a little far. like, all
0: right, I'm turning it off yeah. now. That's getting creepy. Like,
1: I didn't know it was that kind of show. No, it's not that <laughs> kind of show. So in
0: squad talk, this is when we talk specifically about some things that have been shared in there. Usually things like memes, funny memes or polls or stuff like that. Sometimes we'll talk about what's going on in news. There really hasn't been that much going on No, it's lately. been pretty quiet. It's been pretty quiet on the uh, sci-fi news side of things in terms of, I shouldn't say re- sci-fi, sci-non-fi news because <laughs> yep. we talked a lot about asteroids and cool things, NASA stuff lately, but nothing really uh, worthwhile to talk about this time. Okay. But what we did have is a bunch of really cool memes mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of choose memes we know that some of you are really good javier's always really good for yeah. sharing a lot of them they, they they spur discussion you know and debate and everything because yeah, a lot of differing opinions on this stuff so with these choose memes it's usually either multiples or it's like a versus like one versus the other and we have a few of them here you want it you want to give them a shot
1: Sure, we can try this.
0: You could try. She seems tentative about this. You know, <laughs> she's like, "I don't know." Well, first off, one of his choose uh, things here was Mad TV or In Living Color. Did you ever watch either of I those? I
1: didn't watch either of those, so I don't really? I couldn't even pick one.
0: So you weren't like a Fox Network kind of person, huh?
1: I mean, yeah, but I, I don't remember
0: I wonder, what did you even watch on Fox? Because I I don't know that I ever hear you talk about Fox shows that Uh,
1: much. What would have been on Fox at that point?
0: Oh, gosh. Well, back in the the 90s, it would have been, aside from those shows, it would have been like Beverly Hills 90210, Melrose Place, Mm -hmm. uh, The Simpsons. um, Gosh, 21 Jump Street. um, Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of those kind of things. Martin. You know, no. Martin Lawrence show and all that stuff. Like, yeah, it was all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So, no, I didn't watch a lot of Fox. <laughs>
0: yeah. you. I've only mostly heard you either talk about like ABC, TGIF, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. or
0: I hear you talk about- CBS. CBS shows. You and your CBS shows. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I feel like I watched Fox. It was like, it was one of the three channels that we got- out in the country where we lived
0: well one of the four probably because you had cbs nbc abc and fox okay yeah those would have been the main ones and then whatever local
1: and maybe there. a pbs
0: yeah a pbs a, Channel 9 a, did you something. get wb yeah. stuff out there at all
1: uh, i don't remember that no
0: yeah that might have came a little later yeah the time you left okay
1: but I, I i wasn't any of those that's for sure
0: yeah so Okay, so you're not real familiar with either of them. Okay. So you have no choice have, in calling this null.
1: I'm calling this null cuz I I don't even know anything about these two to pick one. Oh, wow. How do you not How do you not I mean, I I've I I know them. I recognize the names. I could not tell you a single character or what the premise of these things are
0: well in living color you would know that's where jim carrey came to fame from oh that, that okay. he was always on that and the wayans brothers you know okay the wayans brothers would do they would do the two guys that hated it they would always tell mm-hmm. i'm sure you've seen all sorts I of skits from in living color and mad tv was kind of like more like i guess the poor man's snl there in the mid to late 90s. They like a lot of car- a lot of cool actors came through that show too. People like Will Sasso was really funny and like they're both good shows in their own right. It's a tough one honestly. You're you're lucky that you can just call <laughs> call null on this because man, I don't know. I don't know which one to choose here. Uh, both are great I think living color was far more cutting edge and they were like more innovative. They were definitely, yeah, they were ahead of their time. in a lot of the stuff, that's where the fly girls came from was on in living color. That's where Je- Jennifer Lopez came from. She was one of the dancers on there and Carrie Ann and Abba from, uh, Dancing mm, with the Stars. Okay. They were both. They were both Fly Girls. They rose. I think Ro- was Rosie Perez on there? Maybe. Maybe I'm forgetting. No. Maybe Rosie Perez was on Soul Train. I
1: forget. I did. It, it, <laughs> she was Soul Train, I think.
0: Yeah. It all blends together in my head and everything. Yeah. Rosie Perez would have been an act, a big actress by that point. So no. It, but J Lo J-Lo was on there and uh, Carrie Ann was on there. But anyway, I, that was a great show, and that's where the, the you know Damon Wayans, Jim Carrey. So a lot of careers were launched from that. I personally personally probably found more funny skits that stuck with me mm-hmm. from mad tv okay and yes Mad TV did do one whole episode that was all about Kiss. <laughs> that,
1: that has nothing to do with it your It has nothing. Shoes?
0: It has a little bit to do. It has a lot to do with it.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: has everything to do with it. Yeah, it has everything to do with it. No, it doesn't have everything to do with it, but it was a, it was a good episode. Yeah, it was exciting at the time when that happened because that was when it was from the Kiss reunion and it was when they were coming out with Psycho Circus and Kiss was on there. They mm. they, they acted in it and all this stuff. Oh, okay. It was, it was dumb. I mean, it was really <laughs> silly. Just like SNL is dumb and all that kind mm-hmm. of shit, you know. No, they did some really funny skits on Mad TV. They used to do a Kenny Rogers impersonation thing <laughs> that always used to make me laugh. And that was they had Stewart, the one guy that acts—he acts like he's like a little four-year-old boy.
1: Oh, okay, you know, yes, I
0: know that guy. Mother? Okay, so you know that and he was like, no, when he's always like running around in his underpants mm-hmm. and stuff. Five, like, six,
1: six, hey, why is, is it Stuart?
0: That skit. Okay, that's Mad TV. Okay. That's still funny. I've watched (laughs) those skits, like, even now, and I'm like, okay, this still holds up. This is still really (laughs) funny. And that actor that did that, he did that so well. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he really... He really embodied a kid. Yeah, they and they would do and with the the Chinese, uh, the Chinese lady. The, mm-hmm. the, the yes. Yeah, so see, you know.
1: Okay, you so know I would Mad choose Matt TV then because I'm recognizing at least some of these.
0: Yeah, with the yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. I'm gonna make you have to watch that yeah. now. Okay. Just like making you watch. Is UH, it UHF and bad
1: uh, that we just throw Saturday Night Live in here either? Because I didn't even know what that was until I was well into my adult.
0: You, wait, okay, wait, hold on everybody I wish I had the sound I wish I had the sound of a needle scratching on a record. <laughs> like,
1: wait a minute
0: did you did you just tell me and everybody at home that you didn't know what Saturday night live
1: was? mm till when I was easily in college I was <gasps> like I don't because people kept talking I was like, what are you even talking about? oh my God, it was like these kids I was like I don't know what you I have no idea what this is. <sighs> And I still haven't watched a ton. I again, I've seen like Mad TV or whatever. I've seen yeah, yeah, bits of them. Yeah, but oh, I've never wow. just watched a show.
0: That's that's amazing. Everybody, feel free to leave your comments <laughs> in the comments below. We encourage you to leave. I didn't
1: your have yeah. comments
0: and all that. Yeah, SNL was on.
1: It was. On I was going to say I didn't have cable, but that that's a it was cop on out. What's
0: NBC? It's been on since 1975. I
1: don't know how I missed these. Oh my gosh. I barely did not have TV time in the hours that those were on. Well. Not oh, that I was ever. I was outside playing is what I was doing, to oh, be honest. All
0: right. Look, <laughs> look. If you said to me, and it would still surprise me, but I, I get it. You grew up in Oklahoma, you know, maybe a, maybe a little bit sheltered, you mm-hmm. know, a little bit. And that's okay. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But. You're, if you told me like you know what I didn't even know about SNL till I was like you know 14 years old or something <laughs> like that, I'd be like, all oh, right, I, I get that, you know. But to say I didn't know about it until I was in college, which <laughs> was, was in 20s. which was for you when you were in your 20s, which for you was in the 21st century. <laughs> It wasn't because you graduated at the end of 90s, right? You graduated high school at the end of the 90s, right? Correct. Yeah. So we're talking that Megan didn't even know SNL existed the until, until the 2000s. Holy moly. You are a rare breed. <laughs> that's that's interesting. That's That's interesting. I'm just going to leave it at that. Wow! All this right. when
1: you thought I couldn't shock you anymore.
0: No. Well, speaking of SNL, that moves us on to the next uh, versus meme here, okay. which it's movies featuring one of the most famous SNL alums ever, which would be Adam Sandler. You know Adam Sandler, right? I
1: do know Adam Sandler.
0: Oh no! Do you not like Adam Sandler?
1: Nah, uh, he's. I mean, he's better better than Will Ferrell.
0: Wait, wait, what? What? What did you What did you just say? <laughs> Uh, oh my God, folks! This is just <laughs> everything is just breaking down. I need to insert the sound of like buildings just toppling <laughs> right now because, we, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this will be the last episode <laughs> of the Geeking Squad.
1: Uh,
0: she just dissed Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell and said that not only is she not really familiar with Mad TV or In Living Color, but she didn't know what SNL was. Uh, that's that's something, kid. <laughs> that is something. Wow. Mm. All right. Well, I don't know if you've seen these movies, then, but we have two movies to choose between: which is Billy Madison
1: mm-hmm.
0: or Happy Gilmore.
1: Now, is Billy Madison when he's at watching the kid? What is Billy Madison?
0: When he's watching the kid? No,
1: is that when he's like a oh, spoiled no. rich kid?
0: The Billy Madison is the one when yeah he grows up and and yeah and his father tells him that he needs to go back to school and everything because he like he he's he's like dumber than a second grader, and in order to like get the inheritance or whatever he has to go back and he has to do this like crash course through all this schooling, going all the way back to grade school. So mm-hmm. he, now even though he's like thirty two years old or something like that, he has to go back to actual grade school <laughs> with a bunch of kids and proves that he's no better than them in any way. But he's so <laughs> immature and everything. And, mm-hmm. and and then he goes to high school and he's got he's to do all that. I'm sure you've seen it. I
1: have. No, I know I've seen that. I've seen yeah. both of these. I've seen Happy Gilmore.
0: That's the one with the golf. The
1: golf, yeah. yeah. And Barb Barker. Yeah. <laughs> and the alligator and yes. the handoff. Yeah. Yes. So I, I would choose Happy Gilmore have those two.
0: You know, it's tough for me because out of these two, man, I feel like I laughed more at Billy Madison than I did from Happy Gilmore, but any more if I was gonna watch one, I'd probably rather watch Happy Gilmore now. Mm-hmm. I think some of the jokes just last a bit longer for me. It, I mean Happy Gilmore, it's still Adam Sandler humor and it's pretty, right. pretty. But ridiculous. it's not
1: as bad as like some of his other stuff. Billy
0: Madison though, but I mean Billy Madison did give us the gem of
1: shampoo is
0: better. I go on first and clean the hair. Stop looking at me, swan.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the best part. If you say so.
0: <laughs> I say it all the time. <laughs> I, I quote both of these movies a lot. Happy Gilmore's got the scene with the, uh, I wanna kiss you all over. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying it over the intercom. It's the little Asian lady <laughs> there. <laughs> and they start playing the music, love that. I still think of that every time I hear that song. And given how much Yacht Rock I listen to, I hear that song a lot. So yeah, you know what? In this instance, I, I'm gonna go with Happy Gilmore. Okay. I think I think that's a movie that stands the test of time a little bit better than Billy Madison. But Billy Madison has some gems in it. It's great, and Norm Macdonald's in it, and oh boy, but he's <laughs> hilarious. Rest in peace, Norm. Uh, moving on. Now this is where it's gonna get interesting. So we have a couple of westerns, couple okay? Of modernish day, 90s westerns? Tombstone
1: mm-hmm. or
0: Unforgiven. Now, have you seen these movies? Yeah. Okay.
1: Do I remember a lot about them? No.
0: Oh, wow. All right, so just a refresher for you then, because I know you've seen these movies. I'm sure you have, or at least you're familiar with them to some degree. Because mm-hmm. these came out in the early 90s. So Tombstone came out in 93, and Unforgiven came out in 92. And Tombstone was the one that has uh, Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton. and mm-hmm. it's... This was the one that was about the gunfight at the OK Corral.
1: Okay, okay. I'm getting them mixed
0: up then. Okay, yeah, with Wyatt Earp and mm-hmm. uh, Will Brocious, Johnny Ringo, Doc Holliday. They play all those characters yes. and stuff. So that's Tombstone. Now, Unforgiven is the one that has, uh, uh, it was it Clint Eastwood is in that one. And that one takes place in Big Whiskey, Wyoming. That's the one that's got the older guys. It's got Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, Morgan Freeman, Richard Harris, God, I forgot Richard Harris was in that. I'm reading the list here and everything. I don't know, that was, uh, they're both similar in ways, but I feel like Unforgiven was a little bit more of a classic kind of Western. Actually, interestingly, I didn't even know this because I'm just reading it now, that Unforgiven was selected for preservation by the United States National Film Registry in the Library of Congress. I didn't even know that. I have to be honest. So for me, I'll go first. My choice is going to be Unforgiven. Purely on the fact that I've never seen Tombstone all the way through.
1: What? Wow, really?
0: I've never seen that. I've only seen like pieces of that movie. Hmm. And that's the one that for me... So, okay, here you go. I'll, uh, this is going to make you feel a little bit better, I okay. guess. Because as iconic of a movie as Tombstone is, because people quote it all the mm-hmm. time and everything, and especially Val Kilmer, you know, his right. I'm your Huckleberry and all that stuff. Like, I didn't know, I saw people, people for years, even like in the early days of like social media and stuff, I would see people posting things about that and make, quoting that movie. And I was like, fuck are they talking about? Huckleberry, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I had a couple of friends that were like, Wait, wait, you don't know what I'm talking about? I'm like they're like Tombstone. I'm like, Oh, that Western movie from the early nineties? And they're like, Yeah, I'm like, Oh no, I never saw it. <laughs> I didn't see any of that movie until like the last like eight years. Wow. Mhm. Okay. And it's and I've only seen it like it's been on a couple of times like on cable or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, and every now and then pieces? I'll catch pieces of it okay. and stuff and I'm like and it looks cool. And yeah, it's th- very good. And I know there's people at home groaning being like, "Oh my god, Larry, I can't. First Megan, <laughs> and now you." <laughs> yeah, I hey, we never claimed just because we do this show, we never claimed to know it all. No. We definitely do not do know not. it all. But uh yeah, but Unforgiven I have seen and it, and it is that is a great movie. I mean, it's a, it's a really good movie I would recommend that one because I mean it, it's in the Library of Congress so enough said <laughs> it's gotta be good but so I have to give it to that just kind of almost by default really
1: okay Um. I, I'm going Tombstone okay yeah because now that you pulled up the picture and I can see it it's like, I, I do very much remember that movie yeah and I, it is a great movie.
0: And it's got all your actors in it, man. It's got Come everybody: on. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, you know, uh, Sam Elliott. Wow, Bill Paxton. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, yeah, it's all the ones. You Billy Zane. Wow, Charlton Heston, mm-hmm. Michael Rooker, Jason Priestley's in it.
1: Yep,
0: I need to see this movie.
1: It's great. You wow. need to.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're divided on that one, but again, it's only by default. So, <laughs> moving on. Oh, now right. we go to some uh, '90s era cartoons. And we have Doug and we have Rugrats. Okay. (laughs) Megan seems very perplexed with this one.
1: I mean, I don't know if I, I don't, I think I've seen pieces of this because like a niece and nephew or something. Okay. But I never watched these. Oh, Either one of them.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: I remember Doug's like the the younger boy. Yeah. And I remember Rugrats has a bunch of little whiny snot-nosed kids. Yes. But the other one's called Doug. <laughs> That's
0: a personal problem, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I I have to go with Doug. They're both shows are kind of annoying. But Doug is more tolerable. I know there's a lot of people out there, again, that are groaning because Rugrats is such a favorite of mm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that yeah, are... Yeah,
1: my niece's nephews love that show. Well,
0: and now, like, Rugrats is one of those things that because people that are... Well, I'm a little old. You know, I was old for these shows and everything. So I know them from, like, relatives or my stepbrothers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, I, I know it because of that. But I know people that are... I, you go out now, you go to places like wherever, Hot Topic or Spencer's or different places like FYU. And you'll see like a lot of Rugrats like Mm -hmm. stuff because people are now, you know, um, nostalgic for it. Right. Exactly. So uh, I know a lot of people are going to say you're crazy not for picking Rugrats. But I always found that to be so obnoxious. I didn't like the way they were drawn. Uh, (laughs) I just don't like that whole style. Um, I'll go with Doug. I seem to recall thinking Doug could be kind of funny and clever at times and everything. So,
1: yeah, I'll go Rugrats because I don't remember ever seeing anything about Doug. Okay. I remember seeing pictures, but I remember at least seeing part of a Rugrats. Not that I thought it was fun. You would
0: probably think Rugrats is funny, even though you find little kids obnoxious most of the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Again, we'd love to know your thoughts at home. Leave <laughs> your comments because I'm sure somebody's... We are
1: half-heartedly choosing somebody's these right now. <laughs> tearing us a new ass just because, not even
0: just because of our picks, but just the fact that we don't know this stuff well <laughs> enough. Yeah. Well, it gets into the 90s stuff, especially for me. I can claim ignorance because I'm old. So, you know, by the time some of these things came out, I was already like, you know, out of school, I <laughs> had owned a business. With, you were on the cars and girls and guitars. Oh, I was even past that. Uh-huh. I was on to, you know, yeah, all, you know, real adult life at uh-huh. that point. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Um, but here's one that we can get into. Okay. So Javier also posted this one, I believe. It was a Star Wars meme, and it was one of those choose three things. But the the twist to this is what a twist. Yeah, what a twist. We can choose out of these characters, we can choose three of them to protect us, but the other six are trying to hunt us down.
1: Okay. Mm, Okay.
0: Yeah. And this is tricky. So the characters to choose from are Obi-Wan, Anakin, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Ahsoka, Captain Rex, Yoda, the Mandalorian, and Darth Maul. Hmm. Crap. I know. Isn't this hard? I've been looking at this for a while going, okay, who who am I going to choose? Who am I going to choose here? And I think... I think I might have my choices. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. All right. So my choices are going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mm -hmm. Luke Skywalker, and Yoda.
1: (laughs) You're going originals. Oh, geez here.
0: Well, I have a reason. There's a method to my madness here. Okay. And the reason I chose those three is because the people I would want to protect me in this situation are the people that not only have great powers, mm-hmm. you know, and weapons and stuff at their disposal, but also the kind of people that I know would defend me no matter what. They're the kind of people that would give their lives to defend it because all three of those characters did exactly that. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi allowed himself to die so that Luke and Leia could live and carry on and all that stuff. Luke Skywalker did the same thing in The Last Jedi. He he, When he faced off against Kylo Ren at the end and everything, he was willing to sacrifice himself. Yoda is the same kind of person. These are all people, if you want somebody who's going to defend you against a bunch of baddies, you want them not only to be powerful, which they all very much are, mm-hmm. I mean, they are all big-time Jedi Masters, I mean, especially Yoda. No, no matter how small he is, he's got a lot of power, right? Mm-hmm. But not only are they really powerful, but they're the kind of people that would put your life ahead of theirs, I, you know I mean to say. Right. Like, I look at people like Anakin, he can't be trusted. You can't trust him to, to protect you, right? Because Anakin, you know, he flips. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Han Solo, great guy, but he's a little bumbling sometimes, you know? He can be, as we've seen, he can get captured. He can get taken out. Ahsoka's awesome. But another one that at least at this point in time, Ahsoka is not developed enough emotionally with and with where she's at as a Jedi master. I just I mean, we saw what happened in the show. She almost got taken out by Balan Skull, Mm -hmm. you know, so don't totally trust that. Captain Rex, very loyal. He's great, but he's just a clone. You know, he's he's limited. He can shoot you. (laughs) that's that's about it Mando Mandalorian he's great he's definitely the kind of guy that I think would put you ahead of himself you know I mean we've seen him do it a bunch of times Mm -hmm. for Grogu and people but Mando again is essentially just a guy in some armor with a gun you know he's kind of limited Mando got cool tricks he does have cool tricks but I mean Mando if I have to put Mando up against people like Darth Maul and stuff like that I don't trust it. I don't, I don't think, I mean, we've seen Darth Maul take down a whole slew of Mandalorians before. (laughs) And then same with Darth Maul. I feel, you know, Darth Maul is very strong and conniving, but he can't be trusted. I wouldn't trust a Sith to protect me. He'd throw me to the wolves. You right, know? right. So that's why I went with those three, because I feel mm. like Obi-Wan, Luke, and Yoda, out of all of them, are the most trustworthy.
1: Okay.
0: And the ones who would most likely take a, a bullet or a laser, <laughs> a laser blast or whatever for you. Does that make sense?
1: That makes sense. That all makes right. So what, really about, good sense. what about you? Um, I'm going kind of a different direction here. Okay. Although you're... Is really good. No, that's cool. Um, I think I'm also going to go Obi Wan. Okay, for all the reasons you just said. Right, he's very powerful. He's trustworthy. I could depend on him. Right, comes down to it, he'll take a
0: blast. A blast you. to you.
1: yeah. Um, I'm going to choose the Mandalorian. He's got all his lovely gadgets and a fast ship. And okay. That's and cool. he that has some—he has some contacts that maybe Obi Wan would not have. If I needed to, I'm not uh, yeah. restricted to just.
0: He could hide you lightsabers. out. Lightsabers. Yeah, Mando would be good at like taking you and hiding you out for a while.
1: Exactly. And That's what the Mandalorians do—is hide. Yeah. Okay. So I would go Mandalorian, and then I'm choosing Captain Rex, because he is a clone. Okay. He can blend in anywhere. He's just like everybody else who's going to suspect him and come up behind you and take out Darth Maul from behind. It's like, I just thought it was a clone. Oh, that's
0: interesting. That's so. interesting. No, that's interesting logic. I, You looked at that with those last two. You looked at it at ways I wouldn't even have considered. And no, he that's may fun. have
1: extra, you know, other places to hide me. So...
0: Yeah, well and he's
1: tactician,
0: you know, mm-hmm. he's he's tactical. He's a warrior.
1: He, he was in the war and Obi
0: Wan, Captain Rex, and Mando. No, yeah. hey look, that's honestly, that's a solid, solid team. I I can't argue with that. I have my own reasons for choosing mine, mm-hmm. but I can't sit there and say I mean, I think that if I couldn't choose my team, your team, like, I'd, I'd be down. Yeah, and
1: I think Obi-Wan could keep the other two in check. Yeah, I think,
0: I think yours is more balanced than mine. Mine is all, like, powerful Jedi Master type people and mm-hmm. stuff. Yours is more balanced. That makes sense. People like Captain Rex and the Mandalorian are going to be more willing to do dirty work, I guess, you know? Right. Whereas, like, Obi-Wan and Yoda are going to be like, oh, we can't do that. That's yeah. too dark sidey, you know, and everything. Exactly. You so need, you, you need, need to need walk the line
1: all... sometimes. So if you're trying to protect me from all these people. All right. I need somebody who walks the line.
0: I agree. No, that's, I I honestly think, you know, you might have a little bit of the edge on me with that <laughs> one. I still stand by mine. I think mine are good. Mm-hmm. But, but no, that makes perfect sense. And then lastly, uh, we've got, you can only pick three movies and the rest have to go. Oh, gosh. These, these always get so hard. We've yeah. Done these. We did these last time, too. And these movies, whew, these are some movies. It's an interesting mix, though. I thought this yeah, was- Yeah, they're a, all over the place. Yeah, I thought this was really interesting, and it makes it harder, I think. So we have The Shawshank Redemption. Mm, great the, movie. Yeah, The Godfather, The Dark Knight, Pulp Fiction, Lord of the Rings Return of the King, Forrest Gump, Fight Club, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Back to the Future.
1: Hmm. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make you go first.
1: Well, I think I have two. So I think I'm choosing on ones I would be most likely to rewatch. Okay. Or have rewatched many times. Right. Um, Pulp Fiction. Oh wow. Okay. I really enjoy that one. Some of my favorite actors are in that. It's a crazy, messed up story. Oh, yeah, sure <laughs> um, Return of the King. I really enjoy the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. So to be able to keep that one to rewatch it with the others, because they're not in there, so I can rewatch the whole trilogy. <laughs> okay. Um, the third one I'm having a hard time with, but I'm leaning towards Fight Club. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. I, the, I did not see that coming <laughs> at all.
1: No, Fight Club. Fight Club. It was such an interesting story. I didn't see the twist coming, and then once it all got, you know, we watched back and you see all this. I was like, oh, I totally see this now. But that's it's a, such an interesting premise,
0: and it's a rewatcher for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I rewatched that one. Oh wow. Mhm.
0: Yeah, that's. Force Gum
1: Jenny drives me crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
1: <laughs> uh, I Back to the Future's are good, but I've just never rewatched them for whatever reason. Wow. But the, I know they're great. Uh, You're
0: getting so many comments in this episode.
1: <laughs> uh, Godfather, again, I watched um, something similar to that this morning was on, and they're just so violent for me. Oh, okay. Um, again, great movies. You take out that violent piece of it, and they're great, but I mean, they're the Godfather. You kind of have to have the violent pieces oh, no, too them. I think
0: it's great violence in those Shawshank movies.
1: Shawshank is an amazing movie, right. but I don't know. If it's kind of depressing. Right. Um, and Dark Knight, I mean, I mean, we've talked about that many times, so... Right. Um, and into the spider verse, not, remember, familiar, yeah, with it. not yeah. familiar enough with it. Yeah. So that's why I chose the way I did.
0: Okay. No, it makes sense when you explain it that way. Still don't know about the back to the future thing though.
1: <laughs> I know. I don't know what my hangup is that I don't either. Cause when I do watch it, they're great. They are,
0: they, yeah. but it's not
1: one I would just put on for whatever reason that is. What I, about you? Yeah. I think I,
0: I have to pick back to the future. The okay. first one. Two and three, I don't really care that much about. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people groan at that too, because people think some people think those are better. Even I, oh wow, I, I love the first one, Back to the Future. One is great uh, for me. It's got to be that The Godfather, the first mm-hmm. Godfather, just one of my all-time favorite movies. I love that movie. And lastly, the third one is really tough because there's a few others that are really good here. Um, I God, I I man, I have oh I don't know. <laughs>
1: Come on, you got to pick one. So Bob Ocker, I need to pick one. Yeah. I need your pick.
0: I, it's between Forrest Gump and okay. Return of the King for me. Oh, okay. As a standalone movie, I prefer Forrest Gump. Okay. But I can't have the Rings trilogy without the trilogy. I can't have it without Return of the King. Right. And I love that trilogy. So I would probably go with Return of the King.
1: Wow. Okay. I thought for sure you're going with Gump.
0: But I do love Forrest Gump. Although I agree with you, Jenny just oh boy sucks. Just yeah, she's awful. I mean, I get it. I understand why the character is the way she is and everything. You know, I know I'm supposed to be more fair to her, but oh, she's aggravating. (laughs) She's just so aggravating. So yeah, all right, yeah. That's I'm gonna stick with that. That, Okay. I, I, I mean Shawshank. I've never seen Shawshank all the way through. Okay. Dark Knight, you already know what I think of Dark Mm -hmm. Knight. Pulp Fiction, I mean, it's a cool movie and great actors, some great scenes in it. But we talked about it when we did our episode talking about Quentin Tarantino films. It's just never been a favorite of mine. Mm. You know, I just I never clicked with that movie. That's out of all of his movies. That's the one that just never really clicked with me. Again, I'm not putting it down. No. I, I recognize what a great... Kind of like Godfather with me.
1: It just it doesn't click.
0: Right. Fight Club's cool. I've seen it twice maybe, but it was never one that I felt like I needed to rewatch. Mm. Into the Spider-Verse, I just haven't seen yet. I know a bunch oh, of wow, geeks are really? going and be like, dude, how could you not have seen Into the Spider-Verse? I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's ridiculous. You need to and get with it. I'm so overdue <laughs> for that, but... uh yeah, that is on my short list. So, yeah, I'm going to go with my three. Back to the Future, Turn of the King, Godfather. All
1: right. Good choices.
0: And that's what I chose, and I'm standing by it. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you suggest?
0: All right. It's that time when we choose things that we think you should check out, because we really like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's the what do you suggest segment. And uh, Megan, do you want to suggest? You go first this time. All right. You let everybody at home know what you suggest they <laughs> check out. Tell them, check this out. Come on, bro. Check it out.
1: I don't know if they're going to want to listen to me after this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, either of us. I don't know. I haven't seen Into this the has been a rough one, guys. And I don't like Dark Knight and Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and you've never seen SNL. Or you weren't for uh, Like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah I know. Rough. We're
1: but what striking I, out. <laughs> what I have been watching. I just started watching and I was pleasantly surprised because we've talked about this on a prior squad cast. Okay. Is the new goosebumps. Oh, is it good? I am enjoying it. Oh, no kidding. I am really enjoying it. You, I'm sure you still have your quips about teenagers being, making stupid decisions. Why don't you just go to the cops and stuff. But I don't feel like it's as bad in this because Mm. they're not even sure what's actually happening. OK, it's like, did I really just see what I just saw? Am I losing it? What's okay. happening? Okay, And they're trying to piece it together. So there's only a few episodes out right now and I haven't watched them all yet. But I, I really enjoy where they're going with this. What they did is it starts in this house with a teenager and somebody keeps knocking on his door. Right? So he keeps going out. I was like, who's knocking on my door? Stop it. And then you see shadows kind of moving in the house now. And then he ends up going down in his basement, and this kid basically gets blown up in his house and dies. Oof, okay. okay. So that's how it starts. So it's like, oh, I don't know about this. But, and I can say that because that's like the first five minutes of the, the show. All right. Wow. And, but then it like fast forward like 20, 30 years, and it's a whole set of new teenage kids, but everything so far, has been going back to that instance okay. with that kid dying in the house. Okay. So everything, the entire show revolves around that and right. that kid. And I'm really, I really enjoy it. I wasn't for sure how I was going to feel about this. They said it was going to be a little darker and all that. And I loved Arl Stein growing up. I wasn't goosebumps. Goosebumps came in a little late for me. Okay. But I loved Arl Stein books. Okay. And I, I. you guys should check it out and um justin long's in it oh okay oh my god he's so good (laughs) he plays this like dorky instructor teacher yeah he's he's new to the school and stuff like that yeah but he's got a dark side to him he's kind of creepy in this i was like oh he's he's playing it very well good so that's cool yeah i saw a
0: little bit of like Teaser trailer stuff for it. Yeah. Everything was, and I have to admit, when I watched it, I, I didn't hate it. I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: And it has Issa Bronas in it from oh, okay. Picard.
0: Oh, yeah. No
1: kidding. Yeah. She's one of the main teenagers.
0: Oh, wow. She's playing real young, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 17, 18,
1: whatever they are.
0: Wow. Oh man, that's cool! Yeah, we met her. We did. Yeah, she was super cool. She was super cool. (laughs) Awesome! All
1: right, maybe I'd like to go meet her again to talk about Goosebumps this time. Yeah,
0: well, maybe she'll do the rounds, you know, with all the fan cons and stuff like that if she's part of Goosebumps now. And yeah, that would be really cool to meet her again. Yeah, she was super nice. Awesome! All right, and where can you find Goosebumps?
1: This is on Disney Plus.
0: Oh, nice! Awesome. Okay. Easy enough. Man, we talk about a lot of Disney stuff. Disney is just everywhere. Now. They
1: are it's everywhere. Crazy. But I think like there's only a few episodes released right now, but I think all of them should be out by the end of the month. So
0: Okay. Okay, so then on to my recommendation. Okay. Now, I was talking earlier about how we haven't done a Toyetic episode in a while. Right. So since we haven't done that, I feel like it's okay. I usually try not to get too into toy stuff when we do this because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll save it for Toyetic. But... Since we haven't done it, and I don't know when we're going to do the next one yet, I want to talk about the fact that there have been a whole slew of new Funko Pops that have come out Oh, really? So, yeah, just recently, you know, that they had the New York Comic Con Mm -hmm. going on, and Funko is always a big part of that. And they had announced, I think I might have even talked about it before in, in a past episode, that they had announced there was going to be a bunch of really cool exclusives and everything that they were coming out as part of the Comic-Con, well, a lot of those exclusives are available to order on Funko.com if you want. Now, some of them did sell out. But they do have some really cool stuff, and I was into it. They had, of course, you know me, I'm into my my Freddy Funkos. Mm-hmm. They had a few cool new Freddy Funkos, especially ones that are like Halloween-themed. There's a Freddy Bones with a mask, <laughs> and there was a, a Soda one where he's in a Trick-or-Treat costume that looks like he's got an old uh, Ben Cooper-style 70s mm-hmm. costume on. All sorts of cool stuff. There's a Polly Pigeon, which is perfect, because Pigeons in New York and all that stuff. Uh, there, there's Willy Wonka stuff. I know there's new Five Nights with Freddy stuff. I know that's like all the rave. They've got new uh, Looney Tunes. There's a new Bugs and Lola, and they're dressed up like their Harry Potter characters. Okay. There's there's all sorts of cool stuff. Plus, they just announced that there's a bunch of like new characters coming out that uh, they're doing. One of which, or one group of which, I'm super excited about, which is they are doing a bunch of Schoolhouse Rock.
1: Oh boy, Funko
0: Pops. And anybody that knows me knows that I'm way into Schoolhouse Rock. It's one of my favorite things in the world. And they've got the bill they're doing from I'm just a bill. They're doing him. (laughs) They got the bill and they've got Schoolhouse Rocky, which is just the general uh, Schoolhouse Rock mascot, the superhero guy. Mm And they've got uh, the third one. I forget. It's probably the conductor, I think, from Conjunction Junction. Mm. I'm guessing that's the third one. I, I didn't see them yet. So that's exciting. There's a bunch of new stuff. I know there's more exclusive Indiana Jones guys coming out. There's more exclusive Star Trek Next Gen characters coming out. They've got all sorts of really cool NYC uh, NYCC limited edition backpacks that they're coming out with that are like themed after Halloween stuff, like an Oogie Boogie and Trick or <laughs> Treat and all that. Really cool. uh, There's a bunch of... uh, They're always doing new stuff with anime and everything. Anyway, if you're into that kind of stuff and you weren't aware, my main point of bringing it up is that I know talking to some people online... People were saying like, oh, you know, yeah, I saw that they came out with these, but it was only a Comic Con exclusive. Well, in case you're not aware, some of this stuff is available online still, at least as of this recording. I don't know if it'll be available by the time <laughs> you hear it. So, if you're interested, I suggest you go over to well, funko. check it out asap. Yeah, at Funko.com and check it out. There's like cool new pins. There's there's a bunch of really cool stuff they came out with, and uh, it's worth a look if you're into whether you're into Funkos or just into certain you know, franchises and stuff. Mm -hmm. I know some people that aren't necessarily big into Funko, but they're like, well, I'm really into anime or I'm really into Star Wars. And they kind of collect everything from it. Mm. They
1: got a Spangler spirit. That's not that's too Spengler soon spirit oh, too yeah.
0: soon too soon from the new <laughs> ghostbusters yeah oh that was such a sad but awesome part mm-hmm. yeah there's a there's a garfield with cauldron yeah, a I like garfield him. yeah that's really cool yeah so don't know how much longer these things are going to last so i suggest you go over there and check them out if you're into that and last but not least one more thing for you we always recommend some other channel or show because it's not just all about us. We love watching and listening to other shows, whether it's Mm -hmm. on YouTube or things on Spotify or on Podbean. There's so much other great content and great content creators out there. I'm sure all the things we recommend are much more popular than this (laughs) stupid show is. But still, just in case you've never heard of it, we want to recommend it. And the show that we're recommending this week is a show on YouTube called Cinema Therapy. (laughs) so Cinema Therapy I'll just read to you what their their whole synopsis of themselves is and then we'll talk about it a little bit they say They're making sense out of life one blockbuster at a time. (laughs) So the show is hosted by two people. One is a licensed therapist, Jonathan Decker, and the other one is a professional filmmaker, Alan Seawright. And they sit down and they break down all of your favorite movies and they talk about the characters and the themes and the plots and they find things that you can use From those movies and those characters to improve your mental health found them like purely by accident and I I don't remember what the first one was that I saw but I know they did an episode where they talked about eternal sunshine of the spotless mind Mm. and they get into it like it's so interesting because Alan will break down the movie and he'll talk about like what makes this movie so amazing from uh, not just a fan standpoint, a viewer but a filmmaker standpoint. He'll sit there and explain. He'll be like, for you folks that don't know at home doing that scene and the way they filmed that and the way they edited that or the way they scripted that and the way that's played out. That is so brilliant and he'll explain it. You know, I mean it's all subjective, but when you listen to him, it makes you think about things that you're like, oh wow. Yeah. Like I never Hmm. thought about that or especially if you don't know much about making films it's like there's so much that goes into it right and alan's great like he's real down to earth and he's really insightful but he's also a very emotional man. Like he's always, they, they even say on here when they say join, join Jonathan and Alan and their guests, because they do have guests on there sometimes as they try to improve life, they laugh at each other <laughs> and try to keep Alan from just crying over everything. <laughs> I, hey, I can relate. I'm a crier too, man. I'm the kind of guy I watch a movie that's emotional and I will get weepy, you know, like I'm just that kind of guy or, you know, I I'm I'm a sensitive person who needs therapy. <laughs> (laughs) But uh, anyway, the thing is, that's what they get into here. And these guys are friends. And Jonathan is cool it's it's kind of cool it's such a it has an odd couple aspect to it but Mm -hmm. not in any kind of negative way Mm -hmm. like it's it's just interesting that they come at this from such different angles
1: two different perspectives for sure
0: but they end up meeting in the middle Mm -hmm. and they end up helping each other to see things because jonathan is fascinated by all the filmmaking stuff that alan brings up and then like alan is just like oftentimes just enlightened and sometimes even overwhelmed with the insights that Jonathan brings up from a, a therapy mm-hmm. side of things. It's really 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 fucking cool. This is honestly one of the coolest shows I've found in a while and they cover a wide selection of movies. Yeah they-
1: I watched one they did um, the Disney relationships and why they're toxic. The oh. ten worst Disney relationships yes. or something.
0: Yes I saw that one. Yeah. I watched a bunch of them. Yeah. Where they get into. Yeah. And it's interesting. And I know some people might turn away and be like, oh, we're going to get into that kind of stuff. No, it's it's not done in some sort of like snooty way. Mm -mm. They don't put the material down at all. They, They just delve into it about like how you can view things or how it can compare to things in your life and, you know, how people can relate to these characters or not. It's it's really interesting. It's a really, really good show. I cannot recommend it enough. And uh, yeah, so you can find it on YouTube. It's called Cinema Therapy. Definitely check it out. And mm-hmm. if you check it out and you really enjoy it, leave them a comment and let them know, hey, Larry, and Megan, Larry and Megan from Geeking Poetic Channel recommended it and you guys are great and everything because yeah, it would help us too because we <laughs> no, nobody knows we exist <laughs> other than you. You lot out there that are watching or listening to us right now, you know, so Anyway, uh, with that, I think that's it. I think that's it. That was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. There was a mm-hmm. lot of cool stuff. We definitely, we definitely showed some cracks in our, uh, <laughs> and our geek, our, and our geekdom. Yeah, in our geek exterior. People uh. are going, oh man, these two. <laughs> hey, like I said, we never claim to be uh, know-it-alls. You know it alls. Know it alls. Uh-uh. We're we far from know it alls. Far from it. No, we just like talking about this stuff, and we appreciate being educated on stuff just as much as we hope maybe we educate you guys on a few mm-hmm. things that we know. So with that, we want your feedback. We love your feedback. Leave comments. And of course, we appreciate it if you like and if you subscribe. We do have a Patreon. We don't have anything in it right now. We're actually in the process of we're going to be revamping that. I know we've talked about it for a while, but we've got like a pretty concrete plan now. And we've got some stuff, hopefully, you know, maybe by the new year. It's going to be 2024 is going to be for anybody that's interested in Patreon. We're going to be trying to do that because we do have some cool stuff. We've got unreleased stuff. I don't Mm -hmm. want to tell anybody what it is, but we've got unreleased stuff that's never come out and bloopers and like some exclusive things. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff that we have just been holding on to and we're going to get it out there. We just need time. We need time. I need that thing like Loki has where he can travel <laughs> back and forth in time and everything. Mm-hmm. Just get or get me like Hermione has in Harry Potter a little like a time turner thing so that I can like <laughs> she just takes
1: freeze time where you can keep working.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it just freezes it. I'd be down with that. That'd be great. Yeah. If we could just have that that'd be great. But all right with that. It is time for us to skedaddle on out of here. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like always, we know this one was a little late. We apologize. We've had a lot of stuff going on. Life gets crazy, but uh, maybe we'll talk about that more in the next episode. But we will see you all soon. And uh, come join us in the squad on Facebook. See you there, everybody. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye bye.